Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show for the week of July 15th, 2018. We welcomed band member Jay of Call It Home. He talks to us about the band's latest, newest album, actually their debut album, Better Days, available right now on a streaming services of your own pleasure. And also available for purchase as well. So Jay of Call It Home on the program coming up next. And free tickets to the Miami Marlins game. This plus much more coming up next. Beat the heat and score big with cool savings, starting at just $20 a game. With the Marlins Flex 4-Pack, you can customize your summer at the ballpark. Pick four games with four epic giveaways. Sport the look with stylish Marlins jerseys. Snag up a talking pit bull bobble and add another one with a DJ Khaled bobblehead. Catch your Marlins in action with the perfect summer deal. For a list of games, giveaways, and to purchase your Flex 4-Pack, visit marlins.com slash flex4. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Guidance, go. 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 The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Alright, everyone, welcome everyone. In just a few we'll be walking on day of call at home on the Roman Show. He's a part of the quartet metal core band. From Long Island, New York, we talked to them about their album Better Days. They released an EP, but this is their actual debut album. And it's available right now on the streaming services. Uh, so we'll talk to them a little bit. We'll tell a little bit about the music and a whole lot more. But uh, you heard the, the, the recording there. You heard the ad. The Miami Marlins are kicking off the second half of the season. You saw the, Nash, the uh, All-Star game that took place this week uh, in Washington, D.C. But the Marlins... You know, the Marlins are a young team. They definitely have full of a lot of excitement. And guess what? The Roman Show wants to send you to the Marlins game on July 29th as the Marlins take on the Washington Nationals. And if you get there early, the, guard, the game starts at 1.10 p.m. on that Sunday. Get there early, you'll get the free Pitbull bobblehead. That's right, recording artist Pitbull, a bobblehead that will be featured at the Marlins game on July 29th. Get there early. All you have to do, shoot us an email Info at theromanshow.com. Now, this is what you need to answer. You need to answer this question. Who was the starting pitcher in the first ever game for the Miami Marlins? Who was the starting pitcher for the first game ever for the Miami Marlins, back then known as the Florida Marlins? Let us know who that starting pitcher was, and we'll hook you up with a pair of tickets to the Marlins and Nationals on July 29th and get that pit bull bobblehead. And the place you need to visit is CollarAndElbowBrand.com Why? Well, because they have the best t-shirts on the planet. The design is great. The, the, the sort of, uh, of material that these shirts have is just unbelievable. And you need to use the promo code the Roman Show all in caps. That's the Roman Show all in caps because, well, you're going to get hooked up 
with a percentage of your purchase. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. I personally use these t-shirts just to hang around, walk around the streets, grab a cup of coffee, or even train with them. Collarandelbowbrand.com. The Roman Show, all in caps. Summer's around, it's already here. You need to lose weight. The place you need to visit is Fight Club, located at 8181 Northwest 12th Street. 8181 Northwest 12th Street. Let them know the Roman Show sent you. Ask for Henry Morales. That's right, Henry Morales. Let him know that the Roman Show sent you. And 786-222-8051. 786-222-8051 is the number you need to call. Let them know the Roman Show sent you. And you'll get your one-day guest pass. All right, guys. Talk to some, some news coming up next on Reality Check. And now it's time to give you a Reality Check. Well, starting off here on Reality Check... Adult actress, teen mom, former teen mom, Farrah Abraham, uh, has called herself an intergender wrestling activist and claims to be a big fan and rumors were circulating that she wanted to be a pro wrestler herself. In fact, she said, mind you, and I don't make this up, she says she would like to wrestle someone she grew up watching on TV. Speaking of Code Stone Steve Austin, that's right, Code Stone Steve Austin. There is no such thing as a cold stone Steve Austin. There is such a thing as a stone cold Steve Austin. But this is what this lady's saying. And then later she talks about Hulk Hogan. But nonetheless, Farrah Abraham. I mean, I know you're trying to uh, trying to make some money. Your, your adult actress career, I guess, didn't kick off. And obviously we, we all saw the back that happened there in Team Mom. And, and you're exactly not the, yeah, not the brightest... Try to write his apple stuff off from a tree, but regardless, nonsense. I, I just can't believe, or I can't see a, a pro wrestling promotion, a serious one, giving Farrah Abraham an opportunity. I can see one of the celebrity promotions giving her an opportunity to, to square off, and sure, we'll get some attention, but not enough to take this lady serious. We know what type of person she is. We know what type of stuff she's been doing. I mean, let's face it. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see her uh, really taking this big seriously. But the, there is a promotion out there. Allegedly, it wants to roll the carpet for Farrah Abraham to see her wrestle. Are you? Would love to get your opinion on this. Would you pay a penny to watch this woman wrestle on pay per view or internet pay per view or IPP view, whatever they call it? Would you pay to watch Farrah Abraham wrestle inside a squared circle? We'd love to hear your opinion. Info at theromanshow.com. Shoot us an email. We'll read your opinion right here on The Roman Show. This past week, we were learned that Hulk Hogan has been reinstated with the WWE's Hall of Fame. At one time, he was, uh, well, he was demoted. He wasn't a part of the Hall of Fame because he was going through an issue where he used a, a, a racist comment on a video. But needless to say, it seems he apologized. He did what he had to do. He's been helping folks here in the community, trying to clean his name. Uh, but Hulk Hogan is back. You know, the Roman Show had an opportunity to interview Jerry Lawler about this, and he himself said that he couldn't, he wasn't shocked that they removed him from the WWE Hall of Fame. 
Now, Hulk Hogan is wrestling. Hulk Hogan belongs in the Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. Why was he taken away or, uh, from the WWE Hall of Fame? I have no idea. Because there are other wrestlers out there that have done a whole lot worse, and they're still part of the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to mention any names, but there are some that really have been living their lives like a downhill roller coaster, in and out of prison, alcoholic, and yet they are still part of the Hall of Fame. And Hulk Hogan, sure, he said something he shouldn't have said, but compared to what these other individuals are doing, you just can't. You know, you already slapped him in the wrist. You, you, you didn't give him a paycheck. Now he's doing his way by giving back to the community. And it's just a matter of time until we see that stand on TV. And Hulk Hogan, like I said, he, he put wrestling on the map. Let's face it. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, wrestling wouldn't be what it, is, what it was back in the 1980s. And it sure as hell would have not been what it was in the 1990s, thanks to Hulk Hogan. So it's about time that Hulk Hogan comes back to where he belongs in the WWE. Paul Heyman has confirmed that Brock Lesnar will appear at SummerSlam. This comes on the heels as Kurt Angle, the general manager of Raw, announced that he would be stripping Brock Lesnar of the title, the universal title, if he would not, um, if he didn't show up at a Monday Night Raw, or if he would not defend it. As we last remember, Brock Lesnar made an appearance inside the Octagon in the UFC, where he challenged UFC heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier to a duel. Now, Brock Lesnar will not be available to compete until January. So, here we have Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion, which I cannot remember the last time he defended. Actually, he did. I do remember. It took place in Saudi Arabia. But he hasn't defended that much. Either way, we're going to get an opportunity to see Brock Lesnar. And I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers, it's going to be Bobby Lashley. Because Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, it's a fight to make. And Bobby Lashley has the credibility and is actually believable that he can actually defeat Brock Lesnar. Because both are mixed martial artists. So that'd be pretty nice to see both of these guys in there. And I remember a long time ago, I interviewed Brock, uh, uh, Bobby Lashley when he entered the MMA uh, cage for the first time ever here in Miami. And he told me that the reason why he came is because he wants a shot at Brock Lesnar. It's the only opportunity. And finally, both of them are in the same place, in the same company, and that's the WWE. So at last, we will get to see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Perhaps, maybe, at SummerSlam. It only makes sense, man. It only makes sense. Well, we're going to go ahead now and welcome Jay of Call It Home. The album Better Days is available right now as we speak on streaming services. Check that out and we'll be right back with more on The Roman Show. Beat the heat and score big with cool savings, starting at just $20 a game. With the Marlins Flex 4-Pack, you can customize your summer at the ballpark. Pick four games with four epic giveaways. Sport the look with stylish Marlins jerseys. Snag up a talking pit bull bobble and add another one with a DJ Khaled bobblehead. Catch your Marlins in action with the perfect summer deal. For a list of games, giveaways, and to purchase your Flex 4-Pack, visit marlins.com slash flex4. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show, and uh, make sure to follow us on their socials. That's Roman Show Media on Instagram and the Roman Show on Twitter. All right, on the line right now, we have Jay of Call It Home. The band just released their debut album, Better Days, available for streaming right now as we speak. 
all the way from New York. Jay, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Oh, awesome, man. Thanks so much uh, for your time. And, uh, well, better days, man. Took, took a listen to the entire album. It's available for streaming right now, as I said. And you can also visit the, the website called homeofficial.com for more information. But what has been the reaction uh, from this debut album? I know it's been, uh, it's been a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. We spent a lot of time on the album. Yeah, that's for sure. So what has been the reaction so far from the fans now that it's been streaming now? I, I, I understood there. I, I saw some of the, the posts on social media. It's been streamed like 21,000 times, one of the songs. Uh, last I checked, uh, but what's the status? What has been the feedback from the fans? Um, I mean, we're all like really like taken back and uh, blown away by the reaction. You know, like you know, like I said, this album was a long time in the making, so I feel like a lot of the fans were really eager to hear some new material. So when we released it, it really just took off, and uh, we're just really grateful that everyone's enjoying it. And yeah, everything is honestly more than we can ask for. So we're very grateful. So, and I want to go back to it's a work in progress. I say that because you had an EP that was released back in 2014, Unfamiliar. And then here yeah. you are, your, de- your debut album four years later. So what, what was the, the, the wait there? What was the waiting period? Were we trying to get a feel for it from, the, from hitting the road? Or what, what was the whole situation there behind that, uh, the wait four we, years? Uh, we, we started the writing process for Better Days maybe like 2015, late 2015. Um, but we had like, you know, so we just spent some time on the road um, and we were kind of just going back and forth like we had a lot of songs written for the album we scrapped some songs we wrote some new ones we really just wanted to make sure that like what we were putting out was 100% perfect and 100% what we really wanted it to be um, we didn't want to just like settle for yeah this is okay you know we're like any filler songs we wanted to make sure it would really just hit and you know it was just absolutely perfect in every way so um yeah, but also, like I said, we spent some time on the road, so that took away from some of the time we had to write. But overall, I mean, it was definitely worth the wait. You know, it definitely paid off. So you have 10 songs in better days, 10, 10, 10, 10, mm-hmm. 10 songs there. How, how much did you write? Did you have any extras there? And, and if so, will you release it in an in a, in a upcoming album or will you let it out every now and then? There were, uh, there were probably, I think, like maybe like three or four songs that really didn't make it to the album. Um, but we already started like, working on some new stuff already, so we're uh, jumping the ball on that. I see that. So I mean, we're we're gonna almost get a back-to-back type of type of uh, situation here with albums. Um, not quite yet. Um, so we we just started writing some new stuff. Um, so I mean, we're hoping we can get something. Obviously, like we don't want to have a four-year gap between albums, so we would like to do something, you know, way sooner than that. So. so. So, out of all the songs here that you performed on the on the road recently, uh, and you just got off a tour, which has been some of the the ones that you really feel that the fans are just, you know, they they just go absolutely uh, crazy for uh, in the pit uh, or anything. Lock and Key has been a huge hit. Um, we we released Lantern as the debut single on the album. Um, that that song alone, a lot of people have taken, and you know. It's a very heartfelt song. Uh, has a very deep meaning. You know, it's got to deal with like, you know, depression, suicide, anxiety, stuff like that. So uh, I feel like that song a lot of people really connect with. But people really seem to just go crazy for Lock and Key because one of the heavier tracks on the album and uh, Deserter as well. People love and uh, we released the lyric video for that a little while after we put out the Lanterns video. Um, we actually have J- Jaden from uh, Siler on that track, so that alone kind of like 
blew that song up a little bit. So that was really cool. So people seem to love that. Yeah, now that you, you touched on that, you've had so many great guys uh, that have contributed to the album, guys from the, the, the plot in you, and like you said, uh, Landon. Um, how, how does it mean to you guys? This is your debut album, and you have guys like this already contributing to you. I mean, that just shows how much that they look at you guys and say, hey, these guys have a future. These guys are going to be something badass really, really soon. Yeah. Um, well, Jaden, we, uh, well, Chris uh, lives around the same, well, lived around the same area as Jaden. So like, we've known, we've known Tyler since they were like a local band. Um, you know, we played a lot of the same area and stuff. Uh, and Landon Tours, um, you know, we kind of just contacted him. And he was down to do the song, and uh, Michael Swank we're friends with, so he was like all for doing the song. So that was really cool. So here we are. Personally, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Back to Reality. It, it just, uh, and I, I can tell from the lyrics that this has a kind of personal touch. Tell me a little bit about that song. Is this one of the ones that is more heartfelt for the band, or is there another particular song that that kind of really touches you when you guys perform it live? Um. Recently, we're part of the the Vans Warp Tour. I mean, what are the what are the plans for 2018? Are we going to see you more on the road? Who are you going to team be teaming up with? What areas uh, are you going to yeah. visit? We do have um, some tours in the work. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to map out the rest of our year. Uh, I can't say anything just yet because nothing really set in stone. But we are working on a bunch of stuff. So, you can expect to see us on the road for a good majority of the rest of the year. Now, yeah, because recently you were on a tour in the Northeast. Any any chance we're going to get you down south, perhaps on the West Coast? Any any areas that you're going to be hitting, targeting? We're, we're, we're definitely working on that. Awesome, Jay. Well, thanks so much again. For, and I invite everyone to listen to the album Better Days, available right now for streaming. Call it homeofficial.com is the website. Totally uh, rocking to this album. Absolutely amazing. Congratulations on this. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you so much. It, it, it took four years, but it was well worth it, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and looking forward, you said you, you're working on some new material. Are, are you the type of band, though, that even though you already released this album, maybe a little later, maybe a couple of months from now, you're, you'll release a new track just to kind of keep the, right. the flow going? You never know. We'll see. <laughs> That's what I see now with bands. They just they, they keep teasing us. They keep putting the music, and they're like, it's just one song. I'm like, oh, man, I really thought it was a complete album. Jay, appreciate it and look forward to seeing you out uh, at a city near you. Alright, thank you. Thank you for having me. You too, man. Thanks. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to the showdown. Thanks again for tuning in. Just a friendly reminder Collar and Elbow. Collar and Elbow Brand.com is a site you need to visit to pick up those awesome, amazing t-shirts. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. Use the promo code the Roman Show all in caps. That's the Roman Show all in caps. Or you can visit theromanshow.com and all the details are there. By the way, visit our uh, YouTube channel where we have available many, many, many interviews. That's 
rroman0201. That's channel rroman0201 on YouTube. Or visit theromanshow.com. That's theromanshow.com where we are always live. And you can always check out some of the greatest interviews that we have there. You can check exclusive stuff. The only stuff you're going to see here on the net. That's theromanshow.com. And don't forget, we're giving away a pair of tickets to the Marlins game July 29th. All you have to do is answer the question, who pitched the first ever Marlins game back in 1999? If you can name that person, you win yourself a pair of tickets to the Marlins versus Washington Nationals on July 29th at Marlins Park. So make sure that you shoot that email ASAP, infotheromanshow.com. Well, turns out that longtime UFC veteran Chris Lieben is coming out of retirement to fight fellow Octagon veteran Phil Baroni on October 20th in a bare-knuckle boxing fight with World Bare-Knuckle Fighting Federation in Wyoming. If you recall, this company or this promotion made its debut not too long ago, and it's bare-knuckle fighting. These guys, all they wear is just some tape around their, their fists, and that's pretty much it. It's bare-knuckle. We noticed that there was a lot a lot of injuries after this. Tony Lopez, a, a MMA fighter, uh, definitely felt the punch there and was actually um, put on, 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 Lee on hold uh, to compete uh, because the amount of damage that you gain. Now, is there a future? I think there is a future to this type of combat. Who doesn't love a good fight, especially with no gloves? The only issue is how much can you hold? How much can your body hold? Because, again, these guys are bare knuckles. There's no, no gloves, no nothing. You could break your hand. I don't know how many people broke their hands in that first inaugural event. So, there is. I think there's like a cult following. There is, there is, there is the fan base to, to see. But the most, again, what you're really putting on the line is, is your health. How long can you hold up competing in these type of fights? You're, you're not going to be fighting... Um, you know, two, three times a year in this type of fighting, your body just goes through a lot, a lot of trauma with this bare knuckles uh, competition. UFC now has announced that it will be making its debut in Argentina. That's on November 17th. This year they made their debut in Chile. So slowly but surely, they are making their way into South America. I'm sure maybe they're down the list. Peru will be added to the table. Kelvin Gastelum, uh, who was made the, they made the announcement that he will be taking on middleweight champion Robert Whitaker, has gone on and said that, uh, well, Whitaker is not the same Whitaker after those two battles he had with Uriel Romero. And Whitaker is injured, and he won't be ready until 2019. I think Kelvin Gastelum definitely hit it in the nail. The man is kind of right. Robert Whitaker did suffer a lot. And we noticed in that fight between Yoel and Whitaker that... Robert Whitaker was not the same guy that we saw when he fought Yoel the first time around. He was kind of slow. So Calvin Gastelum definitely might have an opportunity. This is a former tough guy, uh, the ultimate fighter guy, who has been making his, his, his name. You know, he's been making his, paving his way, making his way up, climbing the ladder, and he's doing it rightfully so. He is getting that opportunity very, very soon in 2019 when he gets the title shot against Robert Whitaker's middleweight title. Stipe Mojciak, former heavyweight champion, basically put on blast Brock Lesnar's challenge to Daniel Cormier. 
He said that it was disrespectful for him to appear at UFC 226 and challenge Daniel Cormier. Now, again, we I know that all many of the MMA fans who are diehard are upset about the whole situation, saying that this is too WWE-ish and the whole promo and so forth. And I understand that. But at the end of the day, and I think we made this comment last week, entertainment sells. And that is what the WWE is doing. They are selling you... In, uh, WWE, the UFC is selling you. It's entertainment. When you get two boxers, and they just fight, and there's no, there's no beef, there's no hate, there's no nothing. Sure, you'll watch it, but it's not the same when they start attacking each other. You need a little spice. You need a little action. It makes you want to see it more. And that's exactly what's going on with Cormier and, and, and Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar attacking Cormier. And Cormier loves it too because he's also a wrestling fan. So I think that it was just destined for these two to meet. You know? So it, it, it's, just, it's just a matter of time till the UFC went down this way. And they have been doing it in a way. Look at Conor McGregor. Look at all the nonsense he's done. If you, don't, you can't remember trying to remember that issue he had when he walked into a press conference throwing water bottles. So you're going to come and tell me that the UFC doesn't like this sort of entertainment. Yes, they do. Some folks were even upset saying this was scripted. No, it's not scripted, man. But I can tell you that Brock Lesnar knows how to sell a fight. And we know it because it's been more than a week and we are still talking about Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar. So how about them apples? Make sure to follow us on the social guys, the Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and on Instagram. Our Roman on 201 on YouTube. Once again, the RomanShow.com is the website you need to visit to check out exclusivity. Exclusive interviews that you will only find right here on the Roman Show. With that being said, we'll catch you right here on the RomanShow.com. And on the Roman Show podcast, make sure that you send us that quest, that answer. Who was the first pitcher ever to pitch for the Marlins? And back in 1993, who was the starting pitcher for the Marlins in the first game of the ball club? You have the right, you have the right answer. We will choose out of those folks who shoot us an email. And we'll set you up with a pair of tickets to July 29th. Marlins and Nationals. With that being said, until next week, you haven't been on, you haven't heard.